Hi, my name is Jennifer Park, and I am a pastor and a mother of four. Through my podcast, The Giving Tree Mom, I would like to share experiences and struggles and help parents understand the world of the heart so it can help both you and your children in the struggles of parenthood. do not flow with one another but are locked away by themselves misery is felt just as a cell phone is useless if used only in the house likewise if a person's thoughts remain in themselves the world of the heart becomes useless we need to broaden the domain of our hearts however believing in ourselves gets in the way of this in order to avoid burdens people begin to isolate themselves this has grown into a condition in Japan, it's called ikikomori. People are becoming more isolated. Those who once lived in friendly communities where neighbors helped each other now live having never met their neighbors before. People with weak hearts reject burdensome things, so many live alone or with pets. Why pets, you ask? Pets do not argue, they do not nag. They are always happy to see their owners. There is no better companion and less burdensome companion than a pet. Some people who are isolated go as far as to commit suicide. A unique trait of people who commit suicide is that their hearts are truly isolated. Therefore, when a thought enters their mind, they become caught up in it and believe that it is right. During the Korean War, many soldiers died in battle and many were injured and traumatized. Some were sent back home because they could not fight no longer. John was one of those people. As part of the UN forces, John fought in the Korean War and on the eastern battlefield, he stepped on a landmine. Fortunately, he did not die, but he was severely wounded. The medics transported John to a hospital and due to his injuries, he was sent home. As soon as he landed in the United States, he called his mother. Hello? Mom, it's me, John. Is it really you, John? Yes, mother, it's me. Where are you right now? When will you come home? His mom was so happy to hear from her son. I just arrived at the Los Angeles airport. Really? Hurry up and come home. I've been dying to see you. She was ecstatic to hear that her son was home. Mother, I'm with my friends now. I'll come home tomorrow morning. All right, I'll be waiting for you, but don't keep me waiting too long. His mother was about to hang up the phone, and John continued. Um, but, but Mom, um, there's a friend I want to bring home. Sure, he's welcome to stay with us for a few days. Uh, well, he's a friend I fought together with in the war, and uh, he stepped on a landmine. So he's um, missing a leg, missing an arm, and he's lost an eye as well. Oh, how terrible. He can come over and visit a few days before he goes home. Um, yeah, um, but mom, I kind of want to live with him for the rest of my life. What? What are you talking about? He 
he's missing an arm, a leg, an eye. You'll have to take care of him for a long time, and it'll eventually become a burden. How will he take a shower? How will he use the bathroom? Just let him stay for a little while, and then he can go home to his family. But mom, I need to live with this friend. Can't he just come home and live with us? You have become so emotional, John. But you have to think rationally. Think how tiring it would be. How difficult it would be. Face reality. It will be best if you were to go home to his family. Okay, mom. It's the right thing to do, son. You'll eventually understand. Mother, yes. Take care of yourself. What do you mean? Just hurry up and rush home. The phone conversation ended. The mother was so excited that her son was back home from war. She cleaned the house, readied his room, and cooked his favorite dish. She hadn't felt such life in her in a long time. Finally, day broke, and time passed. 8 a.m., 9 a.m., her son had not yet come home. The mother was so anxious to see her son. 11 a.m., noon, why has he not come home yet? When the clock struck one, the telephone rang. Hello? Excuse me, is this John's house? It was the voice of a stranger. Why, yes it is. Who is this? Are you John's mother? Ma'am, I'm calling from the hospital. Your son jumped to his death from his hotel room. We need you to come quickly to the hospital to identify his body. She couldn't believe what she was hearing. She was lost for words. John's mother stood there for a minute in shock, unable to move then slowly put down the phone and headed for the hospital. When arriving at the hospital, a policeman was waiting for her and escorted her into a room where a body lay covered with a white sheet. She just stared at the body in disbelief, hoping that it wasn't true, that it was not her beloved John underneath those covers. As the policeman drew the sheet back, she was shocked. It truly was her loving son, John. However, his face was covered in scars and he was missing one eye. Then she saw he was missing an arm and a leg. She collapsed on top of her son's body and cried. John, John, why didn't you tell me that it was you? Why didn't you tell me it was you? You see, after stepping on the landmine, the medics took John to the hospital. When John regained his consciousness and recovered, he tried to move his legs, but he had no feeling in one of them. He looked down and found that he was missing a leg. He was also missing an arm and an eye. John was moved to the hospital in Okinawa, Japan, where he continued to receive treatment and was sent back to the States. On the night of the flight home, John fell into deep thought. When I left home, I was healthy, but now I am returning crippled. When I arrive in the States with this body, will my friends still like me? Even in his own eyes, he looked so scary and ugly. 
as he thought of his friends one by one. Tom, Matthew, Andrew. He couldn't imagine that they would be happy to see him. Julie? Would his girlfriend Julie accept him? Definitely not, he thought. But what about mom? My mom will surely still love me. But as he looked at himself, he lost confidence. How could my mother love me? A monster. After arriving at the airport, John wanted to know his mother's heart, so he gave her a call. Mom, I have a friend who stepped on a landmine. He is missing an eye, a leg, and an arm. I want to live the rest of my life with this friend. I have to live the rest of my life with him. But her voice was cold. You have become so emotional, John. But you have to think rationally. Think how tiring it would be. How difficult it would be. Face reality. It will be best if he were to go home to his family. Ah, I will be a burden to my mother. My mother will be irritated with me. It will be tiring and difficult for her. Then what's the point of living? I'm a burden to all those around me. And so he chose to end his life. <laughs> John, John, why didn't you tell me it was you? I would have been your leg. I would have been your arm. I would have been your eye. I would have been so proud of you, my son. The rest is life to fight in the war. It would have been my honor to care for you, John. <laughs> you see, John's heart was so isolated that when he thought and believed his mother would not want him, that she would be bothered by him, his heart followed his thought into despair. John and his mother were apart for so long that they were unable to read each other's hearts. But if John were to have spoken his heart and met his mother's heart, he would have realized that no war, no disability could separate the love his mother had for her son. He would have seen how proud his mother was of his service and sacrifice. But he was isolated. An isolated person cannot break free from the frame of his own thoughts. That is why John's thoughts were able to lead him to death. Let me ask you this, are you isolated like John? Is your heart locked away by yourself? Do you shy away from burdens and find yourself being dragged by your own thoughts? Then it is time to learn to open up and share your heart. Thank you for joining in on this episode of The Giving Tree Mom. Join me each week in my journey through the heart and feel free to reach out with any questions you may have. Remember to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and visit my blog page, thegivingtreemom.blogspot.com. Thank you.